Okay, so every time that I come on here and I say that I'm going to talk about um, the stuff that it seems like nobody ever really mentions or talks about, uh, I always get sidetracked and I talk about other things. And I know that that's the Lord speaking through me. And that he probably doesn't want this message to get out because he doesn't want to mislead the followers the people who want to believe in him just like i may be being misled right now or this may be spiritual warfare that will all come to pass which i know is true but i still think it's important for people to know about this because i feel like if you're going through this i don't want you to slip into this i want you to i know that the lord will keep you but there was just way too many different times where i felt so alone and I felt like I was fighting the entire world. And I, I felt isolated. And I feel that if anybody could have been able to understand, if anybody would have been able, if I would have been able to talk to anybody about this and they would have been able to relate, like, yes, that happened to me or this is happening. And, you know, and would and we could have bounce ideas bounce ideas off of each other i felt that i would have been better off i don't think that anybody should go through this i feel like it's completely inhumane and when i say inhumane i'm not somebody who is just super weak or a crybaby like i've been through so many different things in my life i've lived in inhumane situations this situation is just completely completely ridiculously inhumane to the point where it's like i don't even think they treat animals in a zoo like this like I don't think that you know people who are like I think that being buried alive will probably be a better situation and I probably sound like I'm being dramatic and I'm genuinely not I'm genuinely not being dramatic because the thing about this is I'm dealing with demonic warfare and that's like living in hell on earth but like, I, this is why I'm going to pray really fast because I don't want to mislead anyone. And I want the message I'm trying to get out in my heart to come out. Because I feel like if it's on my heart this much, then the Lord wants me to get this message out. So, let me pray. Father, thank you so much for everything that you have shown. And thank you so much for the victory already won. Father, I ask that you carry us, anyone who's listened to this, and me. And anyone else who may need you, Lord God, carry us. Speak through me, Lord God. Allow the message that's from my heart to be articulated correctly, Lord God. Use your words. Use my mouth in order to get this message out of my heart. But more than anything, Lord God, your will be done. And I thank you, Father, for giving me the opportunity. And I thank you for covering me and protecting me in all situations. In Jesus Christ, my name I pray. Amen. So... That being said, um, I'm so grateful for the Lord and him covering and protecting me. The Lord always covers and protects me. And obviously, since I'm not perfect, don't know everything, don't know the bigger picture, don't know. I'm not, you know, you know, I don't know everything. So... Obviously, I'm going to question things. Like, even Job questioned things. It's okay to question things. 
I don't think that the Lord is concerned with when you question things. It's about when you give up on them. So that being said, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I am tired. Like, I am so tired. I really feel like this is so unfair. This is so unfair because genuinely the Lord, he said to me, I need you to revise the people. I'm sending you on a mission. This is what he told me to do when he sent me out here to Houston. And then it just feels like he just left me. He just left me to let everybody just pile up on me and attack me. And I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I am perfect. But it's just not fair. It's really not fair. Because, like, I've already been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. I feel like I'm just fighting everyone and everything, just fighting my way out. Like, fighting my way out of a crowd of people just crowded around me, hell-bent on killing me. Like, they really want me to die. Like, they really hate me. And they're making up any reason for me to be wrong about it. And at this point, it's like, when you understand that if it's a lot of people who are against you, you're outnumbered in that way. But it's like, I don't feel outnumbered. I feel like they are scared of me. And they're intimidated by me. But that doesn't mean... That it's any easier for me to be fighting everybody all the time. That's not fair. It's not fair to be one person fighting a bunch of different people that sent after you because of your love for God. Like, I don't understand. Like, I love God so much. And I'm always on here encouraging people through these times. And usually that's the messages, the message that he gives me to tell people. But... I just don't understand why God would, you know, why would God send me on a mission to help these people and then leave me for dead? And it's like, I'm not dead. I understand that. So I get that part. But like, it just doesn't make sense that I feel like I'm fighting for my life every second of every day. It makes no sense. And like, Everybody else gets to kick back with their feet up and they get to talk about me. They get to attack me. They get to do whatever they get to do and they get no consequences. But the first thing that I do, I get all the I get consequences. I can't do one thing wrong. I have to be absolutely perfect. But every single everybody else, they do whatever. And I'm attacked. And this is just frustrating. It's so frustrating because that's not love that's genuinely not love like that's hate and obviously i know where hate comes from but if god promises to protect and god promises to cover you it doesn't make sense for him to leave you in the midst of all this hate like i feel like you know i could explain like i want to explain exactly how i feel but it's like I'm trying to explain exactly how I feel, but it seems like it doesn't even matter. It really doesn't even matter because everybody is against me. Everybody. And people will say, half the people are like, so what? I don't care. I don't want her to win. They're jealous, hateful, trifling. And the other half is just like, oh, whatever. You'll get through it. I did. 
And it's like, I don't, why, how do, how is any of that helping me? None of that is helping me. I'm still suffering every single day. And a lot of people say, well, you place yourself in a situation. Did I? Did I place myself in this situation? Because all I did was pray. All I did was pray and hope for a better future for myself. And now I'm fighting everybody. So some people will say, well, that's a good thing. That means that, you know, you're going to win. And that just means that you're closer to your future. I don't, all this, I don't get this. Like, this is what I don't get. People always say this stuff. And they don't extend a finger. They don't even lift a finger to help you. How is that helping me? Oh, you should be glad that you're somebody to be worried about. If you're not worried about, if somebody's not worried about you, then who are you really? You should be glad. I'm not glad. Would I be complaining if I was happy about this? Would I be not complaining, but would I be ha- would I be expressing my discomfort and my, you know, unhappiness with this situation if this was a situation that I felt that you're supposed to be in in order to prove that you're somebody to be worried about I don't need to prove that I'm somebody to be worried about if I know that I'm okay with that I don't need everybody else to be attacking me so I can prove to myself oh that just means I'm somebody to be worried about I'm really tired of people's miserable personalities they're so bitter and they take it out on me because I'm not and I'm just sick. I'm just sick. It's disgusting. It's disgusting for a entire, like, for all these people to be like this. Like, this is disgusting. And if I say that to this small, these small-minded people who probably never left their hometown or don't plan on it or don't want to get out their situation, they're okay with staying in the same place for the rest of their lives until they die and go to hell. If I express that to them, they'll attack me. I'm not finding people who understand and the people that I find who do understand. Still, it's the same thing. You'll make it through. You'll be all right. This is a good thing. This is a good. This means you're getting closer to it. That's just the devil. I understand all of that. I know that. I know it's just the devil, but like what's if you're standing on a if you're laying on a bed of nails and somebody tells you oh it's okay it'll be over soon does that stop it from stabbing you a million different times does that stop the pain someone telling you oh it's okay the timer's almost up you'll be good in a minute does that stop the pain no i'm still laying on a bed of nails like i don't get it i don't get it i don't get people i don't get this like i really don't like i could explain this off i could say that oh god is with you through whatever situation as long as he's keeping you alive you know that he got you you know that you're winning you know that everything's okay but it doesn't feel like that and I understand it's not always going to feel like that. And I'm sure somebody will say, well, it's not to care to your feelings. But I feel like anybody who is not compassionate enough to care about the situation that I am express, like what I'm, how I'm expressing, how this is just not okay, a not okay situation. You're, it's either something really wrong with you 
clearly because you should never feel like it's okay for anybody to go through that or you know you're against me too and at that point it's like that's super unfair it's super unfair for me to be suffering through this situation so even though god placed me on a mission here and told me to revive the people like i hate that you know i sound like this after everything but he just gonna have to find somebody else to do it or he just gonna have to do it himself because i'm not helping nobody else i don't care if they all go to hell i mean that and i could and you could say that that's not how god wants you to think that's probably why you're in the situation that's not love but listen everybody's different i am not joseph i am not joseph and honestly i want to take that back though i really do because i i i appreciate joseph i've been joseph this entire time i've been joseph this whole time but i'm tired of it like This is the most ridiculous situation I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I understand that this is what Jesus is talking about that you have to experience to be more like him. But I'm not about to be a bunch of people's sacrificial lamb. And they don't even care about themselves. They probably still end up in hell anyways. I'm not about to be your sacrificial lamb for nothing. Like, that's... I, I feel like I'm in an area where they feel like one person should take the heat for everybody. And then once you end up taking the heat or something ends up happening to you or whether you make it through or not, then we'll all decide whether we want to jump on that bandwagon or not. No. I hope you die. I really do. Because you deserve to die. I'm not whoever it is that you thought I was. No, I'm not. I'm not the person who's going to say, you know what? Let me die for you. No, I changed my whole entire mind because... This does not make no sense. Like, I'm literally in a region where people allow one person to take the heat for everybody while they sit around and do nothing. And then once that person either makes it through or fails, then they finally want to stand up just like Martin Luther King Jr. Nobody really stood up or did anything until he was assassinated on that balcony. And that's disgusting to me because you sat up there and you watched the whole civil rights movement. I'm really tired, and I th- at this point, like, like people always talk about how people, how black people, like maybe if they were fighting hard for black people at first, and later on they just be like, nah, I'm good, I'm good for fighting, fighting for black people. I'm good fighting for anybody. Matter of fact, I'm selfish now. I won't fight for another soul in my life. No, I won't. If it's not me, I'm completely selfish now. Now I get it because you sit up here and fight for somebody who's not even lifting a finger for their own self. And then they'll sit up there and laugh or take pride in how you sat up there and fought for them and suffered for them. But honestly, I kind of get Jesus, though, because that's Jesus. Like he was literally crucified. For people who who don't even want to save their own selves in their own lives. That being said, I'm only human. I'm not perfect like him, though. See, he was able to do it. I am not. Well, I won't say I'm not. I'm just, at this point, I'm over it. And what does that mean? Who cares? Like, 
at this point, you never believe me anyway. So you're just going to have to see what it means. And by that time, I don't care if it's too late. Good riddance for you. Because I can't sit up here and suffer for someone who doesn't even see my, who doesn't care about my suffering. Even when you see it, you don't care. And at that point, like, I'm just over it. And I understand that, you know, I think people, this, even this whole fight that, that I'm, or I'm taking, I'm constantly, I'm, con I'm consciously choosing these decisions. I'm being intentional about what I'm fighting for. Obviously, there's less, you know, there's, there's obviously opportunities or choices where it's, less integrity involved i could have easily chose that and nobody would hate me you hate me because i refuse to sacrifice my integrity like you did and that's so frustrating it's so frustrating because people will really sit around and won't want you to win for everybody like everybody wins out of this just because they weren't able to make the better decisions that you made choose the latter like you did have as much integrity as you have be as um intentional about your about their decision making as you are and love and care about people and have as much compassion as you've had and I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who are so miserable and hateful and bitter about their own lives and the decisions that they've made in their own lives that they'd rather take it out on me than actually do the work to better their own lives. And I'm supposed to suffer because of it. And every single time I speak on it, it's like, who do you think you are? And it's like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to be upset about anything that I say or do? Because the only reason that you're paying attention to me because it's true. So who do you think you are? I'm disgusted. I'm really disgusted at this point. I feel like this is a part of growing up. But also a part of growing up is deciding that, you know, and I feel, I feel like it's unfair because my whole life I felt like I don't have to sacrifice being a good person. I don't have to sacrifice, you know, deciding that I'm going to walk in love and still win. Just more, bigger, greater than anybody who sacrificed any type of integrity or any type of morals in order to get to their position. I'm going to get there without sacrificing any of it. And I still am. The only thing that I won't do is allow anybody in my area at all like at this point it's anybody because everybody's like that you will think that there's at least one person in this world or maybe even two who aren't hateful and disgusting like that and turn around and it's not it's really not like that being said obviously i spoke about in a previous in previous episodes how you know God has sent certain people who understand my situation and who don't want to see me suffering and who are genuinely rooting for me. Genuinely. But, like, I just don't understand how, you know, I could be suffering like this. 
on a daily basis and not see that support, you know, not genuinely see that support. And it's like, that's, I don't want to say anything because it's not their responsibility. It's really not the responsibility. So then I start, so then that's why I'm here where I'm like, well, this ain't my responsibility then. It's not my responsibility to care about anybody else but myself. Even though I'm not saying that's not, that's how they are. I'm just saying that I'm not going to place that on their, on their plate just like this is placed on mine. I'm genuinely not. And so I'm frustrated and I understand that, you know, like I spoke about before, this is usually the devil. You know, like I spoke about in the previous episode right before this. This is usually the devil discouraging me. And probably trying to go back on the episode that I made earlier. And trying to discourage anybody who I may have encouraged in an earlier episode. So, you know, take it how you will. But I feel like this is still necessary for people to see this journey. People definitely need to see this. Like, it's not always, oh my gosh, you know, it's a sunny, happy day. And, you know, the God is blessing me and I don't have a care in the world. God is always blessing me, but I do have cares in this world, like, all the time. I'm constantly fighting demons. Yes, I am blessed, but that doesn't mean that it's easy. And I'm not going to sit up here and lie and pretend as if everything is perfect. That doesn't mean I'm turning away from God. I can't. I really can't. I genuinely cannot turn away from God. But... That just means I don't feel like it's fair. I don't feel like it's fair. Because, of course, when you get information from a demon or somebody who may not understand the position that I'm in or anybody who's operating um, around, no, who's allowing the devil to use them, they're going to say it's a million different reasons why I'm in this position. But I, who actually have a relationship with God, who talks to him daily, who knows... I know what's going on. I know what's going to happen. I do. I know what's going to happen. Me. I actually know that this is because of God. Literally because of God. No, I'm not blaming him. But what I'm saying is that this is because I pray. This is because I'm chosen by God. This is only because of that. Anybody says it's for any other reason is liar. They're a liar. Like, they are a representation of their father, the devil. They're a liar. These are complete lies. And this, I know for a fact. And I'm not going to argue about it because I've spent the last year and a half arguing with demons about why they're here. When I know why they're here. I know. You are here because my prayers are going up to the Lord and he's hearing them and granting them. And he has a wonderful, I, he has a wonderful plan for my life and you're trying to stop that. I know why you're here. So some, so somebody will say, well then don't be upset. Just wait, just be patient. That's what I've been doing. I'm only human. And honestly, to be quite honest with you, yes, I do feel like the Lord could do more. I don't want to say that because he's always doing so much and he's perfect. He doesn't make mistakes. But what I'm saying is that it does not make sense for me to be suffering so much like all of these demons on me. Because of my faith in God, why would he allow me to suffer so much? 
that doesn't make any sense. And, like, it seems like because you're doing his work and you're fighting for his people, that he will allow you to get a break or be okay. Like, and I pray every single day so hard for everybody. I don't pray that they get, like, punishment or consequences or anything i pray that they find his love so they can direct so they can so that that hate can leave their heart so they can experience real peace so that they'll understand why i feel the way i feel so that they don't have to hate me so that they can instead use that energy and that spirit towards love then we got one less demon i'm fighting that's what i prayed And it just seems like it doesn't matter. It just seems like it doesn't matter. And I've been here before where it felt like my prayers weren't being answered. The Lord wasn't hearing me. I've been past that. The Lord has literally came down and showed showed up. He's literally showed up. He's shown himself. So it seems like I would never have to feel like this way again, but... No, because it doesn't make sense. I feel like if you show, if if God shows up, when he shows up, he's supposed to pull you out of the situation. And I I spoke about this in a previous episode. Sometimes he allows you to suffer the consequences so that you never, so that you understand what it took to get out so you never go back. I get that. I understand that. But I'm not only fighting for me. I'm fighting for others too. So at that point, it's like, don't I deserve a break? Do I not deserve a break? And if I don't deserve a break, it's like, I don't want to compromise, but at some point I'm human. I just got to give myself one. I have to give myself one. So, that being said, I also want to speak about a few other things. And I feel like I'm just, it just keeps slipping my mind or it keeps being taken away from me. Because, like, it's not, like, I don't know if this the devil is trying to keep me from this message or the Lord. But I do know that this message needs to be heard. It needs to be said. So about this Jesus wife thing. So I spoke about in previous episodes how different people on the Internet claiming to be Jesus wife. They have specific information like they have all of these different things. They know all these different things. And. I've never spoken to them. They may be halfway across the world. I don't know them personally, but I know the same things they know without ever talking to them. And you would say, well, look in the Bible. These things are specifically in the Bible. Now, there are scriptures to back these things up, but this is this is personal, personalized information that only can come from the Lord our God. Now, some will say, no, that can come from Satan. Satan is in the heavenly realms. You know, he uses these things against people. He knows the Bible very well, like the back of his hand. So why wouldn't he use it against people? What I'm telling you, the things that I've experienced, I know they weren't Satan. He's not that powerful. For me to give him that much credit. Now, another thing, the Lord said, be careful with absolving Satan from wrongdoing because he does be he does do things and when he's doing these things he wants you to say it's not him so he can keep doing it and getting away with it but no see these are things from when i was in my when when i was a child and i know i was talking to the lord 
And he was reminding me of these things like 10, 12 years later when I completely forgot about them. Now, I'm not saying that these things aren't possible because, like I said, nothing in the world is impossible. I'm literally living in a situation where my thoughts can be heard over the radio. I don't know how that's possible. But people are listening to my thoughts over the radio. And it's like everything that I think. So if I think of something in a song, they're going to hear the song on the radio, like in my mind, though. And I listen, I only, my mind works while I, I, I will play a snippet over of a song over and over again. I can hear it. I can hear other people's thoughts out loud. They, they'll turn it up when they feel like it, turn it down when they feel like it. This is sorcery. Like, I can hear conversations when I am speaking to my banker, talking to, trying to schedule a doctor's appointment. Or even, you know, trying to get my ID situation, social security office, anything that's you see, that seems like that's the government. Nobody can mess with that. I can hear them actually talking to the people that I'm supposed to be, you know, that's supposed to be helping me. The agents, the customer service representatives that's supposed to be helping me and figure my situation out. I can, te- I can hear them telling them what to say and then they say it. This is complete sorcery. That makes no sense that the Lord would allow this type of stuff to happen. It really makes no sense. But also, that being said, I don't want to sound like I'm against him. So, because I'm not. I'm really not. So, I understand that he sent me here to stop all of that. So, obviously, that's why they're coming at me full force with everything that they have. Because I'm here to put an end to all of this nonsense. This is not supposed to be happening. I don't know how long it was going on before I got here. But I know that it's coming to an end very soon. That's why they are, you know, they're they're pretty much using their last dying energy to make me suffer. Because they're about to be done for. And the Lord told me last year, no, the year before last, it's time. And now, and predicted the future, what was going to happen. I spoke about in a previous episode how somebody said, I don't care about that car she has because she's going to crash it in three months. In three months exactly, I crashed my car. It flipped three times. And I'm going to tell you, when I was in this car, even though I was speeding, I put the cruise control on and the car just kept going faster and it kept stopping at a certain speed limit. And not only that, and I was actually trying to monitor my foot pressure on the, on the gas pedal. It still was going a certain miles per hour like this car was driving itself and then i'm on the freeway nobody's in on the freeway you are when you're on the freeway you can see the 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 tail lights of any car at any distance nobody's on the freeway for miles miles and miles and miles nowhere then a car jumps out of nowhere as soon as i pan my eye to the side for a millisecond a millisecond. And somebody will say, yeah, that's what everybody always says when they get in accidents. That's what it's supposed to sound like. So I pan my eye to the side for not even a millisecond. Literally. I have been doing this. Not the whole ride, but just certain times throughout the ride just to make sure I'm on, you know, see how long I'm on this highway for. Like looking down at my GPS. My GPS is, it, I have a um, mount for my GPS. So I'm really still looking forward. And then this car just jumps out of nowhere. Literally, this car jumps out of nowhere. And I heard right before the accident, okay, do it now. 
So I was placed in a life-threatening accident, even though as I was spinning, I heard voices in my head either laughing or saying, it's okay, you're going to be okay. I actually heard something say, cover your head. I'm telling you, like, this kind of stuff, this needs to be on record. Because I I look at these videos of these different people who are who are confirming these different things. Like I said, look up Erica Mukisa. Look up Rod, Roger Mugisha or Mugisha. M-U-G-I-S-H-A. Confirming these things. Where he'll be worshiping Satan and somebody will bust in really fast and then... He'll do a spell really quick to make them completely forget about it. And then he'll remind them of it. And they won't have no idea. Like years later, he'll remind them of it. And they won't have no idea. That happened. Like this stuff is really happening in real life. But it's like I can't tell anybody because they're able to use anybody. Anybody I come to or try to say something about this to, it's like they're using them to. The whole world is against me. But then the Lord sends me certain people. And then the certain people that the Lord sends, I don't want to lean on too much. Because I know that if I lean on them a little bit too much, they'll be used too. This I know. Doesn't matter who they are. So, yes, it is lonely, very, very lonely. But I'm not alone. I'm really not alone. So somebody would say, well, how are you getting through this? How do you get through this? Well, one, I get through this with already knowing how this ends. They lose, God wins. He always wins. He already told me exactly what's going to happen, and the future is so abundant. So some would say, why are you complaining? Just sit through it. Well, you would have to be in my shoes to understand. Since nobody is and nobody can understand what it's like to be in my shoes, I mean, you're just going to have to listen. If you care. Because I'm really feeling like nobody cares. Nobody cares until... But it's just like those movies when the the superhero or whoever it is that's sent to save everybody... They have to fight everybody who's being mind controlled. And then as soon as the mind control drops away from them, they're like, what? what? How did I get here? What happened? And you can't even blame them for everything they've been doing. Like they've been fighting you, trying to kill you. And you can't even blame them because it wasn't them. So I guess this going to be just like what Roger Mogisha said when... This is finally over. It'll drop off for everybody. Everybody will be like, what? What happened? What was going on? And I'm going to just be like, at least I made it through. At least I made it through. And I'm glad you're back. No, by all means, you know, you can't take back what happened. It's not even your fault. You were being used. But like, so I guess... (laughs) That's the redundancy of even speaking about it, I guess. But either way, certain things that have happened to me, even though in the early stages, um, 
I learned about through other people and it helped me understand better my situation, what I'm going through. But I just don't understand how nobody can understand this. Like, I, no, I'm not saying nobody. People understand. But what I'm saying, I don't understand how it feels so alone like this. Like, I should, I feel that I should have way, it should be way more people fighting for what I'm fighting for. These demons should be way more than outnumbered. I shouldn't be suffering like this. So, I just want to say thank you, Lord, anyways, though. Because I feel like that's so needed. Like, thank you, Jesus. Because I know he's fighting for me. Harder than I ever can fight for myself. Harder than anybody can ever fight for me. Jesus is fighting for me. So, I'm thankful to him anyways because I don't want to sound ungrateful. I just feel, I feel very, 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 like, oppressed. I'm being oppressed. And I heard someone say that when demons can't possess you, they oppress you. And that's exactly what I'm going through. I can't be possessed, so I'm oppressed. And it's unfair. But I also want to be clear about a few things that, that happened to me. So... When I'm in my room alone, I can feel the presence of people in my room walking across, staring at me, monitoring me. I have monitoring spirits. I prayed the I prayed a prayer to bind and loose all monitoring spirits and it worked for thirty seconds. Like I could easily just exit stage left, abandon the entire fight. That's what they want me to do because they know that their time is almost up. So if they can get me to quit right now, they're hoping that maybe they'll be able to survive uh, a little bit longer. As if their demise isn't already predestined. As if the victory isn't already called. Like they're dying anyways. It doesn't matter if I give up right now, they're still going to go. That's what God says is going to happen. He never breaks his promises. Ever. So, I guess, you know, they're just hoping that if it's not me, maybe it'll take a while for somebody else to come and do it. So, they're just delaying this. And I guess some would say, well, you have to take responsibility for allowing them to delay it. You need to do everything that you're supposed to be doing and not let anybody stop you. And... Before, I would not even be offended. I would take your advice and go try and do everything it was that I could. And I'm not saying that I'm not doing everything that it is that I can. That I am. That I can. What I'm saying is that I can't kill myself like that anymore. I can't. But I also want to talk about how what was going on in the spirit. Like it's like either it's all true or it's all a lie. And I was feeling like, like I really was being convinced that I am Jesus' wife. And I'm not saying I ever bought that. But I was worshiping God. Demons were coming off of me. And the kind of love that was used was romantic. It was 
it genuinely was. And I don't want to sound crazy. I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm making this kind of stuff up. But the thing is, people, I feel like people need to know about this kind of stuff. Like, people definitely need to know. And then, like, somebody said that your name in the spirit or something said that your name in the spirit is not what your name is in real life. And... They said that my name in the spirit was Israel. And then I read the Bible and they call Jacob Israel because he wrestled with God. And also they're saying, you've wrestled with God and with people. And that's what it feels like. Because I'm far past wrestling with people. I've been doing that my whole life. I must be wrestling God now. I must be. Because this is a whole nother level. And... I keep getting these words and these messages and then I look up in the Bible and it's true. And I didn't even know this before. I'm studying the Bible right now. So I know that this, not I don't know, not that I know, this, but I know this stuff is from God. That's that's not how I know. I mean, that is how I know, but there's so many different things that confirms this is from God. When I was a kid, and I'm not afraid, I'm not ashamed of saying this. When I was a kid, I used to say, I wish I never existed. Because I knew my destiny. I knew my destiny. I used to say I wish I never existed because I know that I'm a demon slayer. And I know that this a lonely road. And when it come down to it, everything that's happening in my life ever since I was born is not my fault. And somebody would say, well, you have a problem with taking responsibility for your actions. No, it's really not. Meaning it was a de- the Satan has placed a demon on me that has been influencing and attacking me since a child in order to keep me from what it is I'm ultimately going to do. And so everything that, I, that I've been through, everything that's happened to me has been completely not my fault. And so when I tell people this, they say, yeah, whatever. But what you, don't, what you need to understand is that I've, I've always known this, but I've always been blaming myself. Not blaming myself, but I've always been willing to take the blame for, to other people because I knew that they wouldn't understand. My whole life, I've been like, yeah, I already know you're not going to believe me anyway, so whatever. You can blame me. I can be that bad guy. It doesn't matter. And now, finally, all this stuff is happening in a natural that's old. I've already been knowing but happening in the spirit my entire life. is coming into play in the natural like it's actually happening before my very eyes. And... I'm seeing that people know, people have known that it hasn't that it hasn't even been me. But if I know that, they're going to attack me. To keep me from being who it is I'm supposed to be. So, I've been saying since like 2019, if something happens to me, if I die, just know, like, all of this was said, all of this was on the record. Some would say, well, don't you trust that God won't let you die? I don't know what God's plans for my life is. I don't know if he wants me to die in order for this to happen. I don't know. All I know is that they're definitely trying to kill me on a daily basis, definitely. Definitely trying to kill me on a daily basis. And just doesn't seem fair just doesn't seem fair
That being said, I also want to speak about something very specific that happened. So the Lord was saying that I need to get rid of my soul ties. I'm too heavy. And it's not about weight. It's about, well, it is about weight, but spiritual weight. When you have people whom you fornicated with or when you have sin that you've committed, you have weights on you. And you have to release those weights. So I've been working to release these weights and I heard in the spirit, just, I felt it. It's like, just, just give it your all, just give it your all and I'll pull them off you. And a soul tie from yours was released. And I, I believe that if I'm being optimistic about everything, well, I am optimistic about it. And I believe that this was done to show me what it is I'm fighting so hard for. But also, I could feel in the spirit, it also was done because they just specifically didn't like this person. So I don't know if that was the devil trying to twist things. But all I know is that if you can do things because you specifically don't like somebody... Then you could just be done with all of this whole situation. And what am I suffering for? What am I suffering for if just because you don't like somebody, you can be done with it? So if I don't like this situation, so I'm just suffering. I'm just suffering. And whenever you don't like somebody, then you'll take that that heart, that off. But you'll let me suffer the rest of it. That's ridiculous. And... Like, I hate to say it. I really hate to say it. I never even try to feed into this. But that makes me feel like I kind of understand why people turn away from God. Like, I never understood it before. Never, never, never. And I don't want to sound like the devil. I don't want to let him use me. But that would make sense. If you let people suffer, but, you know, you take this part off because you just specifically didn't like that. Like, that's not perfect. That's not perfect. But then I have to tell myself, so you have to think of it as if God's perfect because he is. So then I say, well, then that means that actually he just did that in order to show me what I was fighting for and why I had to do the work. Because I still had to do the work. I just, it's just, it's like he's holding me there and making me fight even harder and moving the finish line when it's not fair. When he can do it now, when I can, I can stop suffering now. And it's all supposed to be in his perfect timing. I don't understand why it's perfect for me to suffer so long, but it was, it was perfect for you to get rid of what you felt like getting rid of when you felt like it. That doesn't make sense. Somebody might say, well, you don't sound like you're encouraging people. What I'm saying is that this is... This can be encouragement for somebody because I want you to understand. I know how you feel if you feel like this. You're not the only one. And that, yes, I'm still going to love God and everything, but I'm not going to sugarcoat these. I'm not going to lie about this stuff because I feel like this is informational. People need to know this kind of stuff is happening. Also, before Valentine's Day, I was told or it felt like I was given a special kind of Valentine's Day advantage where if I worshipped, then it was things were pulled off of me out of love, an immense kind of love. The only, this love was the only kind of love that you could only get from God. This love was the kind of love you can only get from God. There's no way Satan fabricated this. No way. 
And so, I'm like, that's definitely a love from God, period. But then again, you're asking, this is coming from somebody who never experienced that before in their life. But I know God. So that being said, if I know God, I know that God wouldn't just do anything like that. But also, I know the different things that have been shown to me, there's no way Satan knows about or is capable of. So do I question God's character? Or do I question what's possible? What Satan is capable of? So that being said, if I question what Satan is capable of, then that means I have to question all of it. I have to question, you know, whether Satan really was a contender with God. Because if Satan can imitate that, could he have fought God? But that being said, I want to definitely say I'm only human. Anything can seem like so much to me from somebody who's as ancient as Satan. That being said, I also want to say that God is supposed to protect me from things like that. I'm clearly only on his side. So, yes, I do think it's God. And I feel like I know it's God. But for me to say this, it sounds like, how dare you talk about God like that? God is perfect. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't do things like that. Now I have to question whether you even really know God. Of course I really know God. And different things have happened where I'm watching people who are prophetic speakers and they're talking to God. And while they're talking to God, I can hear them talking back. He's talking to me too. Like we're all in this big room. But whenever I need help, it's like everybody's fighting me. Like they're just standing around allowing it to happen. That doesn't make sense. That's not what God preaches. So, I was in this vision. And in this vision, I was normal. I didn't have this monitoring spirit over me where I can't breathe, think, sleep, or anything without this spirit just hovering over me and oppressing me. And I was feeling like, you know, something, I was feeling like, yes, it's not around me, and it's usually not in this realm. I was in a different realm. And then that's when I spoke to my brother. My brother was a kid again. And God was there hovering over me again. He was talking to me. And the way that God was talking to me, it just seemed like completely unfair. Like, okay, to explain it, it sounds like God is making me suffer because, like, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say he's in love with me. But he's in love with me, and I am not. As romantically interested. And so I'm suffering because of it. Anybody will say that doesn't make no sense. You're, that's blasphemous. But you haven't been through what I've been through. And of course you wouldn't believe it. And I'm starting to feel like that's, that's God's personal joke. Nobody will believe you. Or I'll tell them myself what they're going to do.
And I spoke about how different people have confirmed this. LeBron James, um, Marcus Rogers, um, my brother. Like, different people have confirmed this. And I'm literally suffering because I don't, I'm not romantic. I don't want to be as romantically, I don't want to be romantically involved with God. But in reality, it's like, I can't play God like that. I can't say, oh, I don't want to be romantically involved with God. What I'm saying is he's God. And I'm me. But then, some will say, well, we could probably back that up. Because what about the angels? God's angels who who came and had children with women and took them. But God wasn't okay with that. But why would he turn a blind eye to it? Yes, free will exists, but isn't he supposed to protect us? So every single time I speak out against this stuff, it's like my family is suffering in the spirit. I don't think that's fair. Because it's like, pretty much, I'm going to tell you what happened. Earlier on in this situation, it was like, I felt the spirit. And I'm like, is that God? Because it's it's usually, that spirit is usually God. But now it's saying things that God wouldn't, I don't feel God would say or support. So is that the trick? Is that the test? Because he's always testing us, right? And so the spirit says, I mean, yeah, you could choose not to be with God. So pretty much I don't have a choice. You could choose not to be with God, but you're not going to be a Christian. And I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Like God wouldn't ever do that. God wouldn't ever say that. So I'm like, I think this is a test for me to keep the faith. And then it just becomes more true with every single thing that that goes on through the day and day actions where if I'm not choosing God... I might as well turn away from my faith. But I'm like, that's a tactic of the devil, clearly, because he'll do anything just to get you to turn away from your faith. But no, it's really God. It's really God. Like, really him. So then you will say, well, then it's a test then. He's testing that spirit of wisdom and discernment. Exercising that. But I would use that all day like I'm supposed to I can feel these things and if I'm not feeling the right things then that means that I wouldn't have even been where I am today if I wasn't feeling the right things because it's what I felt that got me to worshiping so that my sister and her daughter can be released and nobody can deny nobody can tell me that that never happened nobody can tell me that that wasn't God that day because I was delivered from smoking weed and drinking hard alcohol every single day. I was delivered from so many different demons that I wouldn't have been able to do on my own. And I know because I have tried. So nobody can't tell me that that wasn't God that day. And that's the same spirit that I'm talking to and dealing with. So how? Is this a test? Or is this supposed to look like a test in, in, in case I try and tell anybody about it? Because I'm not supposed to turn anybody against God. And I'm not trying to turn anybody against God, but. And I don't want Satan to use me, but I also want to get this off my chest because this is also how I feel. 
it feels like it's trying to seem like Satan really did have a point, and that's how he was able to turn a third of the angels against God. They didn't all just want to be God. They weren't all just jealous. Like, certain things God does doesn't seem perfect. But I also want to be very clear. I'm not going to say inside. Like, this is just the different emotions I've had to go through, and I feel that it's important for other people to understand that I go through these things, and this is how I work them out. So, obviously, that's not true because God is perfect. Because if God were not perfect, like, first of all, God is perfect. He just is perfect. And even if we felt like, no, that's not perfect for what he did, what is our definition of perfect? Didn't he give us that thought to begin with? Doesn't he know our thinking before we know it? Doesn't he design our mindsets and what we believe is even perfect to begin with? Didn't he even put the actual understanding of perfect in the entire universe to start? So how can I tell God what's perfect? He defines perfect. So that's how I worked that out. For me to ever say it doesn't seem perfect, do I know what perfect really is? And God told me to forget everything you think you know. So when it comes down to it, it's like I don't challenge him because you can't challenge God. But does that mean it's okay for me to suffer in these ways? Because why would I grow up believing this thing and, and being raised in this kind of way and then God coming and tell me that, you know, my suffering isn't really suffering? Like, if that were the case, then why wasn't I raised that way? It seems as if you want me to suffer. Or that I was born for this purpose to suffer and not to worship? Because it doesn't make sense to me. God preaches, no, God is love. God is peace. And God is grace and God is mercy. So why why aren't I being shown these things? It doesn't make sense. And anytime I challenge these things and I say to myself, you know what? Maybe I just had the wrong idea about God. And I'm not trying to challenge him. I'm just saying, like, maybe I just need to think of him differently. Maybe it's not what I thought it was. Maybe I just need to go on in my life like everybody else. And maybe the way that they're moving is the way I'm I'm supposed to move. And that's why I'm being, you know, oppressed so hard. Because maybe I just need to not adopt everything that they do, but adopt it in my own way. And maybe things are I'm supposed to make things easier. Maybe this is his way of showing me that I don't have to take this route. I don't know. But obviously, somebody will say, absolutely not. That's Satan trying to keep you from what it is that God has for you. But God is in full control of everything, which means he's allowing Satan to keep me from what it is that God has for me. So, I don't really like to have conversations like this because I hear the demons rooting, yeah, yeah. I don't want to ever sound like I'm on their side. I'm always on God's side. It just is not fair. It's really not fair. And I feel like if God don't want me to think these things or feel this type of way, then why is he allowing me to? So, obviously, I ask that in two different ways. I ask that in why, God. But I also ask that in why, God. So, let me see what's the what you want me to see out of this situation. Let me see what it is you're trying to get me to see. But now there's a demon oppressing me that's keeping me from my thought process and how I work things out of my mind. So... I hope that I was able to, you know, help somebody. I know that a lot of different things that I'm saying, somebody will have put those pieces together and have decided this. What I'm trying to tell you is that I've thought about every possible scenario. So 
you know, I don't want anybody to think it's obvious because it's not as obvious. There's always a demon that's attacking that too and then attacking that too and then attacking whatever else you come up with. So, I also want to continue on what it was I was speaking on before. So, I want to be clear that God's always here. He's always helping me. He's always, you know, right there encouraging me and protecting me. And he does protect me on a daily basis like all day i'm being attacked by demons so you can just imagine that he's blocking probably like 90 percent of anything that it is that i even face so i don't even have to face the big things but what i'm telling you is that the last percentage that's left even seems like it's unnecessary and obviously who am i to say that but this is what i'm going through so I'm still going to say how I feel because I feel like obviously it still matters. I mean, it is me. He chose to go through this. So obviously him knowing everything, he considered that I would feel this way. Still chose me. So that's for a reason. Especially if you're considering that he's perfect and doesn't make mistakes. So. Also, excuse me, also. I'm seeing that, so I have a team behind me, a team placed on my side to fight demons with me, but angels aren't perfect either, angels aren't perfect, see a lot of people have it in their minds that angels are perfect just because they fight harder for, um, I won't even say they fight harder, they just, because of who they are protective beings who are sent to protect but we have to understand that angels were convinced against god too a third of the angels satan was able to convince against him and they turned bad and they had to fall from grace as well they're waiting on their you know one-way ticket to the lake and brimstone and fire and they're not perfect which means they have the they're ha they have free will they don't have to listen to everything god says when he says it and they do choose against them sometimes. Angels aren't perfect. So that being said, you have to understand that angels have personalities and characteristics. They're not robots. So a lot of times when I have these angels that God sent around me, they're not always rooting for everything that I do. Even though he sent them to protect me, a lot of times, and I'm not trying to talk about my angels because they are love and they love me. And they are on my side. I mean, they could easily go and, you know do something else but like obviously you know they're gonna do what god told them to do though but um these different angels like i can hear them kind of like debating whether i'm a good enough person or i'm worthy enough like they know who i am and they know that i'm worthy and they love me and they protect me but sometimes i can hear them like I don't know about her. I really don't. And obviously they're supposed to feel like that. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. They're not supposed to they're not supposed to support every single decision I make, especially when it's the wrong one and they're fighting so hard for me to make the right decision. I get that. But that's like a wake up call. I feel like that's a wake up call. It's probably something somebody should know. So like if you are chosen for you know God's to do God's work or his will 
then you need to understand that the angels that he sends to fight for you, they also have their own opinions about what it is that you're doing. So I want to be clear, like, even though I have angels fighting for me, don't think that the angels are just fighting for me saying any everything that she does is right. But they are writing for me regardless. Yes, they are, because God told them to. That's what he sent them to do. They are writing for me regardless. But when it comes down to it, they do have their own opinions. They would probably sit around and say, yeah, she's really wrong for that. Or, no, she shouldn't be doing that. Or, she definitely shouldn't be getting away with that. And they may even complain to father about it, about me. But when it comes down to it, they are my biggest supporters. Well, God is my biggest supporter, but they are supporting me more than a lot of people, if not most. But you could say that's because they're sent to do that. That's because God sent them to do that. But you need to understand they have a choice. They could say, nah, I'm going to let that happen because maybe you need to. And they do sometimes. So I get it. But at the same time, there's been times where the angels were super upset with me about different things I weren't doing. I wasn't doing that I was supposed to be doing and God had to check them. God has checked the angels before. He does check them sometimes. So people think that angels are, yes, God, everything you say, God. And they are, but at the same time, sometimes they have their different times where they feel like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Or not, I don't agree with that. Of course, they agree with anything he says, but like they feel their, their, their way about something that he does, things that he do. And they're not wrong. A lot of times they're not wrong. Like they're in the heavenly realms. They see what's going on. But that's my issue. Like you see what's going on. You see that I'm fighting. You see that, you see what I'm up against even when I don't see what I'm up against. That being said, that means they, they see a little bit more than I do, which means maybe they understand I could be doing a little more. I know that I could be doing a little more. I just know that it's not easy either way. Whether I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing or slacking off, it's still not easy. I'm still fighting these different spirits. And every single time I try my hardest, like even though I'm being carried 90% of the way, even when I'm fighting my hardest, like it's still super ridiculously hard unnecessarily hard so sometimes the angels are upset but the angels love me they love you they they are love because god is love the angels love you but it's not about the angels it's about god because it's what he tells them to do so i'm not taking anything on the angels i just want to make that clear they do have their own personalities and characteristics just like we do that being said um i hope that covers what i said in a previous episode about them you know taking humans etc and god turning a blind eye to it i mean they did have to suffer for what they did they were cast down to earth and that's what i'm feeling like you know everybody gets cast down to earth when they don't listen to god so it's like it's earth hell like, I really feel like earth is hell. And we're just here, living in hell. So, like, it doesn't make sense to fight for anything here on earth. 
Would you fight for anything in hell? So, I don't know. We all supposed to be abandoning everything here in order to get to heaven because this is hell. You fight to get out. You don't fight to stay. So, um, it's ridiculous. It really is, but people lose sight of that. And it's so easy to feel like like the whole world's against me but that being said um i'm realizing that lots of different people they have prophetic visions and they're saying different things and i know that it's me i know that it's me and i think that's really crazy i hate to use the word crazy because i think that's really odd it's interesting to say the least that like i've seen somebody speak about a vision where they said that they saw a white orb glowing in the sky hovering over everyone and that was me i literally envisioned myself in a white orb hovering over everyone reading my bible and everybody below me was dark and possessed and so i sent up a few more white orbs and the white orbs that i sent up they had people in them that were that needed a break from these dark possessed world of the people who was on the ground everybody on the ground was kind of like zombies eating each other and they were just so possessed and dark they couldn't even see that they were it was it was so dark and i saw them i was like this is horrifying it's like being around a bunch of monsters and then when i floated up in the orb I saw that it wasn't fair. God God told me, he showed me, it wasn't fair for me to be up in that orb, protected. So I needed to, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Put all these dark people in their own orbs? I was like, I can do that, but they're not going to be floating up in a heavenly one. And then God is like, maybe you should consider helping someone else. And I was like, I'm not bringing anybody else in my orb because I couldn't. When I was around people, they were attacking me, literally trying to devour me alive, trying to kill me. I couldn't share an orb with anybody. So I sent up a few other orbs that were light in the sky, and I put other people in them. And I pretty much was trying to um, get them out of the situation and trying to help them because they were being devoured alive just like I was. These were the good people. That I sent up in the orb and God showed me their hearts. They kind of shunned. It wasn't hard. They were shining in the darkness. But they were their light was dulling every time they were being devoured by somebody around them. And so I tried to do it for my family. My family tried to fight to get out the orb as if they were being kidnapped in the orb. And the orb was actually supposed to be peace. So God pretty much told me you can't do that for your family just because it's your family. Because that doesn't mean they don't deserve to be in these orbs. It's not that they don't deserve to be in these orbs. But it's more like they don't even want to be. They want to be down on the ground devouring people with the rest of everybody else. You may not know your family like I know them. So how about sending people in the orbs that actually are being devoured? Because your family is actually the part of the people who are devouring them. So I, when I sent my family up in the orbs, they was like, ah, I'm being kidnapped. And they fought to get out of the orbs, even though the orb was supposed to be peace. And I know it was because I was in one. So I just, I dropped them back down. Actually, I tried to keep them there for a second, but it's almost like they was like so scared to be away from, that was out of their comfort zone. It was out of their comfort zone to not be devouring people. So I placed them back down and I pulled up some people who actually wanted to be in the orbs. And they was like, Phew. 
the people I saved and put in the orders, they actually was free. They actually was so grateful for that break. Almost as if somebody saved them. And I saw somebody speak about this in their prophetic vision, how they saw the orders floating from the sky. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to take all the credit or be cocky or anything, but I'm pretty sure that was the orb that I sent up. And if you saw it from the floor, that means that you were one of the people who are devouring people. Unless I didn't get everybody, and I know that I did. It was only a few. So, that being said, I understand that God gives me, I have an amazing power. I know that I have an amazing power. I know that this is why I'm being attacked. I know that this is real and that it's not to be taken for granted. I know that. What am I supposed to do, you know? So, I try and be quiet about things. I try and not say things. But I know that it doesn't matter if I'm quiet about them or not. Because when it comes down to it, God is keeping me from saying anything that doesn't, that's not supposed to be known or said. Because when it comes down to it, I realize that the things that, that God doesn't want me to say or know, I can't even remember them right now. He places them on my heart when it's time for them to be said. God is perfect. He doesn't make mistakes. So there's no way he's going to place these things on my heart or allow me to even remember these things if they're detrimental to something he has going. Everything is perfect. His plan is perfect. So I'm people tell me, move in silence. Don't talk. Don't say this. That's the devil using you, and I know that. So I've seen different prophetic messages where they're saying different things, and I know that it's the devil. And I say to myself, Wait. How are these people listening to the devil and thinking that it's God? Then I say to myself, is that what I do? So I try to be more careful about what I actually believe and what I know to be true. But I also realize that it's not that easy. It's not as easy as being careful. See, the devil's a liar. He's been lying for centuries. So, you know, it's not going to always be that easy. And God is also sometimes... Allowing, you know, me to choose whether I believe these things or not because of the simple fact this is a test. I need you to be able to exercise your spirit of wisdom and discernment correctly. So, yeah, sometimes you're going to believe the wrong thing so that you can learn what's the right thing to believe. So, I get it. Also, um... Like, I want to talk about how how it was when people were on the ground in these dark, in this dark world. I was surrounded by a bunch of people who was devouring me like zombies because I was shining bright like a light. Then it was like a body, a body of just a bunch of dead bodies and skulls and just death. And it was a throne. And something, I think it was Satan or one of his demons trying to pull me up in the throne, like, sit here. And I was like, no. I don't want to be queen of your disgusting death throne. So I pulled myself up into a holy orb away from everybody. And at first, I hovered just right above them, and they tried to attack me to get me out. So I had to fly up higher. And so I'm hovering at least, like, way more than 10 feet above the ground 
and then I'm calling other people up. And the thing about it is the people I'm calling up, they're from all different denominations, not just black people. I, I called up some white people, probably some Asians, probably some Hispanic or Latino people, probably some um, Arab people. I was calling up all different kinds of people, but it was it was not based off of their race. It was based off of their heart. And their heart was shining in the darkness, but it was being devoured by the dark people. And this is what was going on. And this was not in a vision while I was asleep. This well, it was a vision, but it wasn't while I was asleep. I was full awake. And like so many different things, so many different things have happened that I know have been me. And I know, no, I know I've been God, but I know how he has allowed me to do. So I know my power. I know I'm being attacked, but it doesn't make it easy. So, um, honestly, I understand that this podcast may not matter. It may not matter because... Everybody who may be listening to it may be sent by the devil or used by the devil when they hear it to attack me because I understand that a lot of different people who are doing God's work, immediately they're, as soon as I read their captions, like the devil's attacking them. All day, all day in my heart, in my mind, in my ear, just lying. Like the devil usually attacks Marcus Rogers, but I fight him. I mean, I fight him off. And um, I'll, I'll click on Marcus. Before I click on Marcus Rogers' videos, a lot of different lies being told to me. As soon as I click on them, I'm like, nah, he's still on point like usual. He's still talking to God. He's still being used uh, to do God's work. He's still good. And so I realized that, like, you know, the devil does that with me too obviously it's just a matter of whether you're strong enough to see to see through it whether you're strong enough to hold on to god through all of this because that's what you have to do you have to hold tight to him because the second you let go just even a second they're pulling on you they're tugging on you they're trying to drag you down and i was in that orb but i don't know what it's like right now it's different now it's super different every day is different that being said um when I find, when I feel like I have more to say, or when I feel like um, I've gathered enough thoughts about something, another amount of evidence where I feel like I can express exactly what it is in my heart I'm trying to get out and trying to find the words to get out, I'll do that. Because I can tell that the devil's attacking me. He doesn't want me to get this word out. He doesn't want me to show people. Or he doesn't want me to... Um, express these things 